What is up guys, we are back again with one of these smaller, shorter discussion episodes. I wanna say this is number seven, um, but I could be wrong. I always am when I try to remember what episode we're on of either the podcast itself or these shorter ones. But anyway, I think it's episode seven. And in this one, in today's episode, again, as per usual, there's an article accompanying this and you can either look at it on video or listen to it on audio. You're obviously here somewhere, so there is the opposite or the other option available to you. Anyway, what we're discussing today is a rather smart question, which once you've kind of understood the the theoretical stuff behind nutrition, you can kind of lose the forest for the trees and forget that humans eat food and not calories and macronutrients. Like obviously the food that we eat is composed of you know calories macronutrients you know but once you start thinking of purely numbers you do sort of lose that kind of psychological um stuff that goes on around food as well and the, the question is if it's all just calories in and calories out can we just set a weekly calorie goal rather than like daily calorie and macronutrient goals. So it's a pretty smart question, especially considering something like, I don't know, your steps. You could very easily set a, you know, step goal for the overall week rather than saying, oh, 10,000 steps every day. Cause you know, maybe due to your job or whatever, getting 10,000 steps every day is just impractical. You know, maybe you do have a very sedentary job and some days you're just not able to get up to that you know, 10,000 marks, so you kind of make up for it on the weekend, maybe, perhaps, you know, so again, a very smart question, you're thinking, you're going, well, it's all calories in, calories out, that's all that really matters at the end of the day, so if I spread them out daily, and I have like a nice level daily, or if I go, oh, well, I'm going to have the exact same amount total in a, in a, in the week that I'm having, and I'm just going to be like, yeah, see what happens, see how it falls, you know, as long as I hit my weekly calorie goals, we'll call it good. However, this does kind of fall apart. And this is where like that theoretical stuff, you do have to look at the real world applicable stuff or the application of this theoretical stuff and how that plays out as a whole. Because what will happen is people will go, yeah, cool. It's all just about the weekly caloric target. However, they haven't set in place an overall structure to their days. Like think about you have a certain amount of money available to you, your budget, your daily budget. Like if you can't manage your daily budget, then just extending it to a weekly budget isn't going to solve your problems because that's what people tend to think it, it, it'll do. They'll be like, oh, well, I find it hard to stick to my calories you know, day to day. So if I give myself this weekly budget, it'll be much easier because I can eat more on one day and eat less on another day, etc. And it just kind of misses the forest for the three the trees, although it is theoretically correct, although we'll get into it in a second why perhaps it isn't theoretically correct. Um, it kind of misses the fact that if you don't have a structure and you don't have a set plan of action, the chances are you're likely to fail in the actual, you know, trying to execute that plan. So I wouldn't generally recommend people set calorie goals over the week. However, for some populations, it can give a lot more freedom to the week. You know, if you know, okay, cool, I'm just going to dial it back one or two of these days because I have something bigger on, I don't know, Friday night or whatever it is. Cool. Definitely has an application there. However, if it is something that's occurring 
every single day where you're like, oh, well, I underate today, so I'll just eat a little bit more tomorrow. Or, you know, I overate today and I'm just going to undereat a little bit these other days of the week. You know, I would really question how your plan is set up and why you are constantly having this variability in your actual you know, implementation of that plan of action. Because if you're not able to hit the plan, you're not able to actually achieve the goals, the target set out, there's obviously something either wrong with the plan or the way you are executing the plan yourself. And that should be addressed before you start entering into this, oh, let's make everything really, really variable and hope that it's actually easier to follow. Because simply put, it isn't. Especially when you consider, you know, around uh, the stuff like optimal fueling for training. If you have this really variable diet where you're like, yeah, look, it's just overall calories in the week, you know, meal timing is irrelevant. Well, you can argue the point that meal timing is relevant with regards to protein feedings. You know, we'll say you're getting three to four protein feedings, like adequate protein feedings per day. You're like, yeah, the science is pretty clear on that. It's pretty cool that that should be done. But the rest of the stuff, the overall calorie intake, my carbs and fats, I just kind of play it, I wing it, play it by ear, see what happens as long as I hit this weekly goal. It kind of forgets that you are not just a machine. You know, you are, you do have daily caloric demands and you are doing stuff daily that requires calories and, you know, macronutrients to function effectively, especially, like I, like I said, around the training stuff because people will go into sessions inadequately fueled and have shit sessions as a result or perhaps they'll go in they're like yeah look i'm adequately fueled i can still push myself you know maybe i overate earlier on because i'm not i don't have any structure but i'm a little bit sluggish perhaps but overall it was a it was a good session but then they go in and they'll have like terrible recovery because their calories aren't there to support that or you know the, the day-to-day calories aren't there in a structure that will allow recovery to be effective. So people will be like, why, why, why am I so sore from my workouts? Um, I'm just not recovering, my sleep isn't as good. And all these other kind of variables that go along with how you actually implement the diet that aren't necessarily, we'll say directly correlated. Well, they are directly correlated because if you don't eat your calories spread out, you will notice these things. So obviously it is directly correlated, but they're not necessarily the, the things that spring to mind straight away when you think of what calories are doing. Like you don't think, oh, well, my sleep is going to be worse if I don't have this kind of more structured or rigid kind of uh, diet. If I'm kind of like, oh, well, if I eat an hour before bedtime or eat two hours before bedtime or if I eat a huge meal or eat a small meal, it's all the same, I, I presume, when clearly it isn't when you actually see the real world data on it. You know, so for most people, I wouldn't generally recommend having this more variable approach to your day-to-day nutrition. Although theoretically, it is something that you can approach and something that you can bring in. And it is one of those things that does make life a lot easier, but it's one of those things that, like we say with a lot of things, there is a time and a place for it. You know, you have to understand that there are thousands of strategies that could potentially work. And there are there are probably millions of strategies that could potentially work. However, you have to you know triage yourself and go, is this a strategy that's going to help me stick to my diet? Is this a strategy that's gonna help me achieve my goals? And then 
obviously you may not be able to go for the quote unquote optimal approach. You know, we'll say we don't like, we don't all have like chefs and people ready to give us the food and have it cooked for us, prepared for us and, and all that kind of stuff. So you, you can't say you have optimal, but there are ways of structuring your diet that are again, quote unquote, more optimal, you know? So having some sort of timing, having some sort of structure to your overall calories is going to help the majority of people actually get the results that they're looking for. And again, like theoretically, the, the person asking this question is correct because overall it is calories in and calories out. However, when, when that plays out, it doesn't necessarily play out how you think it'll play out because you do have these things like again what most people will do when they when they kind of bring in this this calories in calories out uh, approach and think of it as a weekly structure they'll notice that oh well I can eat more these few days um so the first four three four days of the the week they're like yeah okay cool I have loads of calories available to me eat a little bit more, yeah, eat a little bit more here, the next day as well, eat a little bit more, and then they'll realize come the last three days that, oh shit, I only have a little bit of my budget left, so I'm gonna have to dial it back a little bit here, and then all of a sudden, like, hunger kicks in because, you know, they're like, oh, well, I have to be a bit more cautious with my diet, and I'm kind of pulling back, and I'm not really, I'm still hungry, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of keeping it down low so that I can actually continue to hit my calorie goal, and then invariably you get more variability in your ability to actually achieve your weekly calorie goal because you, you just can't uh, keep that kind of rhythm where you're like oh well the, the the four days i'm really i'm overeating in the trees day three days at the end of the week i'm kind of really restricting and again it's the weekend most people are bored at the weekend they're not in their their normal nine to five rhythm they're not in their normal kind of daily thing and they're just sitting at home maybe watching tv or whatever it is and boredom kicks in that's when they want to eat more and again then you can go okay well then i'll just save my higher calorie days for those days and again it is a viable approach if you are doing it more strategically the only problem is the vast majority of people are trying to bring in this weekly calorie goal in a less than strategic manner they're just kind of like yeah look i'll see i'll see how the week plays out you know and again invariably it will play out that the first few days of the week you will overeat uh, and then the last few days of the week you will potentially want to go out with your friends potentially want to overeat but again you're not going to have the calories available to do that and again if you strategically do it it is possible that it is a, a a viable approach in terms of you know maybe you do notice that you know okay well like wednesday night i always go to x event you know i don't know a sporting event or whatever it is you support your local ga team i don't know whatever it is and you're like okay every single time i'm always tempted with the food there and i always invariably overeat and same with you know friday or saturday night i'm always with my friends and again we always invariably overeat so you're like can I then look at this as a more weekly goal and strategically have those two days as higher calorie days and then peel back the calories on the other days? Yeah, like that's perfectly fine. Again, if you are doing it with a strategic goal in mind and there's a rational thought process behind why you are implementing you know, higher calorie days and lower calorie days and you're not just having this view of, oh, well, it's just calories in, calories out. So if we have a weekly view or a daily view, no big deal, you know? So you do have to look into why you want to bring such a such an approach 
in because invariably speaking, the majority of people are trying to bring that in because they think it will give them more freedom. And like we've said before, and like we got from like Jocko Willink, you know, discipline equals freedom. If you aren't being disciplined and actually sticking to that more structured day-to-day -day approach, you know, it is actually harder to get the results that you want. Like it might seem a bit restrictive if you're like, oh, well, I only have these daily calories available to you, but there's a reason that is a process that works effectively because it invariably leads to you having achieved your weekly calorie goal or your monthly calorie goal. Because again, it is the, the, the chronic effect of the calories rather than the acute effect of the calories that is leading to the results. So if you do have that more discipline and stick to a more structured uh, diet, more structured whatever, you will invariably find that the results come easier. When is you don't have this discipline and you're kind of like, oh, well, it's up and down and I'm just kind of like, I have more freedom. You don't necessarily have more freedom in terms of it's going to take you longer to diet because there's this huge amount of variability day to day and the potential to overeat in that week or potentially even undereat for some people is going to go up massively because I, like I'm kind of just alluding to people implementing it when they're looking to lose weight but the same can be said for people that are trying to gain weight especially if you find yourself as a more of a hard gainer type person and you just don't have the appetite like if you try to leave all your calories towards the end of the week and you're kind of like oh well I have to hit this amount of calories invariably you're just setting yourself up for a failure because trying to hit whatever 5,000 calories over three days, you know, 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, when you struggle to get in whatever, 3,000, it, it's going to be hard to do. It's going to be hard for you to actually see results as a result because you are finding it harder to actually stick to the protocol because you've brought in this weekly structure when you haven't got the, the, we'll call it the basics nailed down, where you haven't got this daily structure, you haven't got that adherence to a daily calorie goal. So, again, opening up it into a weekly calorie goal is just gonna bring in way more variability. And along with that variability, although you think it comes with increased freedom, it doesn't necessarily translate into long-term freedom because you just have to diet for longer because you're, you constantly keep failing. So you actually lose some freedom, whereas the person that can stick to it goes, okay, cool, I dieted for six weeks, got the results, we're done, we can go back to you know, normal calories, whereas you were like, mm, okay, I was bringing in this weekly structure and you know, I failed a good few times, now I have to diet for 10 weeks, 12 weeks to get the same result. So you actually lost out on freedom even though you got more, we'll call it daily freedom. Um, and then with that as well, because there is such a high degree of variability in the day-to-day -day diet, tracking progress is a real pain in the ass, you know, because if you're having these really high calorie days and then lower calorie days and it's all over the place, you're going to see that reflected on the scale. And this is especially detrimental if you find yourself emotionally attached to that number on the scale. Like if you find yourself, oh, look, I, I have to be below 60 kilos or whatever it is, and you start seeing like 63s on the scale, 64s on the scale, you know, you, you'll invariably see yourself going, okay, well, the diet's not working, what's going on? And then you get into this kind of binge restrict cycle where it's like, okay, the scales are gone up now, I'm gonna have to really dial it back and you eat like a thousand calories that day because you had 2000 calories the day before and you saw it go up, you know? So tracking your progress over the short and long term is a little bit harder. And obviously there are ways around it if you're just constantly looking or if you're just looking for those low low days, you know, you're just looking at, oh, how does it affect 
how low my low days are. Um, do I see that reflected in a trend towards what I'm looking for? So you can somewhat effectively track your progress. However, it just opens up a can of worms because there's just so much variability up and down day to day. Whereas if you just have this constant uh, Calorical, daily calorical, you'll see, yes, yeah, some variability on the scales, you know, one to two kilos per day. Um, whereas it, when you have this more variable caloric daily target, well, weekly target, and all the days are different, you know, one day 2,000, the next day 5,000, that's going to be reflected in the scale and it's going to be all over the place. And seeing a trend in that is a lot harder and it can be a lot more disheartening than actually just seeing, okay, well, it's actually slowly trending downwards, so we know we're on track. And um, so there's some issues with having a weekly goal. So while theoretically, yes, it, it's perfectly correct in saying that, yeah, it's just overall calories that matter. You know, we could extend it out to monthly goals and extend it out to yearly goals. And obviously at some stage, it just becomes impractical where you're like, well, for six months of the year, I just, really really restricted uh, and i was only eating like below my basal metabolic rate and then the rest of it you know i was eating over it uh, uh, oh, over the year it's it kind of evens out so i was eating my my maintenance calories you know it's not really the same thing and same with the day-to-day -day stuff like same with the week-to-week -week stuff so you could go even that's the same problem with a month so a week People generally aren't saying over a week, oh, but so just calories that matter. Although obviously it is because if you look at uh, your diet as a whole, it is the chronic effect of the calorie load you are having rather than the acute. A week is a slightly more manageable time period than say a month trying to track your monthly calories or your yearly calories. And again, even though they, they do obviously make an, uh, a, a difference, like if you have three weeks where you're perfect and then one week that's just a blowout, like obviously you can set yourself back to the start of that month in terms of where you were at calorie-wise, body composition-wise, etc. So it, it obviously does matter. However, people aren't generally viewing these things on that longer time scale when they're like, oh, well, can I bring in more variability into my diet? They're looking at that kind of shorter variability in terms of the week. And even then, it's very hard to actually adhere to that. So for the vast, vast majority of people, I would be looking to just stay on track and get everything as effective as possible on a day-to-day -day basis. I wouldn't be looking at, oh, can I have this weekly calorie goal, weekly macronutrient goal? I would just be going, here's your daily macronutrient goal. If you fail on this, then we look into bringing in processes or practices that allow you, allow you to adhere to this better so that your weekly, monthly, yearly caloric uh, goals are actually met. You know, so for, for the vast 99.999% of you guys, having that daily structure and keeping a daily caloric goal is going to lead to far better long-term and short-term success than having this more variable approach. Even though theoretically, we could argue that, yeah, at the end of the day, it's energy and, the, you know, comparing the week of constant calories and the week of variable calories as long as they are actually at the same level we are in the same position 
Obviously, it brings in a lot more variability, brings in a lot more variability in your training, your overall mood, your overall recovery, your overall you know emotional attachment to the scale. Um, so it is one of those things that I'm. It's going to be, you know, maybe zero point one percent or less, zero point zero one percent of people that you know maybe we bring it in some weeks because we know there is this event coming up. So we're going to just dial back calories a little bit Monday to Thursday and allow you have a little bit extra calories on that Friday, then get back on track on Saturday and Sunday. You know, potentially that is something that you can think about, but that isn't something that I would be doing every single day because it does get into that kind of realm of like, are you just like, are you just trying to eat like an asshole and just saying like, oh, uh, it's all FOM, bro. Uh, because at the end of the day, like you do want to be eating a certain way, not just for this body composition outcome, but also for all the health stuff, all the performance stuff that goes along with the nutrition, you know, the, the diet, you know? So it is one of those things. Theoretically, yeah, it sounds great, makes sense, but when you put it into practice, not necessarily as good as you would hope it would be. Anyway, guys, that's me wrapping this up. A little bit of a ramble there. Um, as per usual, you know where to find us. You can find us on social media. Um, we're going to be away this weekend, so I don't know what the podcast is going to be like. Will we get it recorded? Maybe a day late. Who knows? Anyway, guys, um, if you do have any questions, there is a form linked in the description below where you can well, fill it in and submit your questions to be answered on the podcast. Um, so if you do have any questions... That's where you go.